0: Hi, I'm Alicia Atchison. I'm vegan, an animal lover, and animal rights activist. Many people say that becoming vegan is one of the best decisions they have made in life. I'm here to share my guest stories on their choice to live a kind life and what it means for them to be vegan. Welcome to A Kind Life. Today I'm very grateful to have Zoe Cordero here. How are you going Zoe? (laughs) Hello, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. I'm glad we finally caught up. Just for the listeners, I think they'll find a laugh in this. We've had a, this is about our second, or I almost feel like third try at recording this because we have a bit of a time zone difference. So Zoe, tell us whereabouts you're located.
1: Right. I'm I'm located right now in the south part of Brazil. So you being from Australia was just like a whole turnaround for me. It was it was a big uh, learning curve, but we made it. We made it.
0: We did. And I'm very grateful. So thank you very much. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Zoe.
1: Um, well, my name is Zoe. I am from Alabama in the US, and I've been vegan for about seven years now. Um, and so I love this lifestyle. I went vegan when I was quite young, actually. And it was a scandal <laughs> in the place that I am from growing up, how I did. Um, but it was something that brought me so much life. And so since then, I have just been living out veganism in ways, hiding it, <laughs> not wanting people to know about it. Um, but now I really have found my space online and community online with that. And so that's what I do now. I help women transition into veganism. And I also create community for women like myself who already are vegan, but feel that isolation um, within the lifestyle. And so
0: that's a little bit about me. Yep. And anything outside of that, I guess that you want to share, I think you have a beautiful dog and that you're moving at the moment. Do you want to tell us a bit about that?
1: Yeah. So we, I live currently in Brazil, but it's not going to be that way forever. We've been in the process for, I guess, like a year and a half, it takes a while, you know, to move back to the US. Um, And we never thought that we would um, when we got me and my husband, he is from here. Um, And so when we got married, we really thought that we would stay in Brazil for a while because we love it so much here, such a beautiful place. Um, If you guys ever have the opportunity to visit Brazil, absolutely take that opportunity. It's a beautiful country with such kind people. And just it's been so amazing to live here and learn Portuguese and be in a new culture. Um, However, I really miss my family. um, And I really miss my country. Um, And that doesn't have anything to do with it being America and wanting to live the American dream, which I think people often think that it is. Um, But really, I'm kind of going kicking and screaming, which kind of sounds horrible. Um, But I didn't think that feel sad to leave brazil but as we are moving like you said we're packing up our apartment we will leave in the next two weeks um and i'm feeling a little it's a a little sadness you know just and we really love this country we've built our life here and so but we are moving back to alabama where i'm from and we will get to spend some time with family um, and that will be kind of a good thing for me also i'll be able to have a little bit more independence as a person Um, you know, I don't drive here and whatnot. So it's going to be good for me to kind of get back into my own routine and where I'm from. So yeah, that's kind of our thing. Like you said, I do have a dog and he's the most precious thing ever. We rescued him. And <laughs> that's a little bit about him. We love him so much. <laughs> His name is amazing.
0: Gus. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so tell us about your vegan journey, Zoe, from seven years ago. How did that happen for you? Well,
1: I always heard the word vegan growing- in the sense of a joke, or like to make fun of somebody, or to say that somebody is weak, that they're a vegan, like they're a tree hugger, and it was always in the way of like being a certain way and people kind of disagreed with it if that makes any sense. Um, and so I kind of grew up with that notion about veganism. Um, and then when I kind of got interested into it, I didn't want to tell anybody. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I used to, watch a movie, which I know all of us did this. You watch a movie. My favorite movie growing up was Charlotte's Web. And in that movie, you're watching a pig who you love so much, right? We all fell in love with him, Wilbur. And then you're cheering for him not to be eaten for Christmas dinner. Right. And I remember I would watch that movie and I would get so engrossed in it. I'm like, yes, he's not going to die. And then I would sit down at dinner and I would be eating pork. And then it was in that moment with clicked for me. This doesn't seem right to me. Like, I just don't feel like that's right. And it didn't feel okay to me, but it felt okay to everybody else around me. And so I think sometimes when we are in that culture, we can tend to stick with that for a little bit longer, even if we have that mindset because everybody's, everybody else is thinking it's okay and everybody else is doing it. And it would be weird to go against the grain. Um, I actually heard though, I, so this happened for years where I was thinking that, but didn't really act on it. And I met somebody who had been vegan once for like a month or something. And this girl mentions it in a conversation. And I thought, you live in Alabama and you went vegan for a month. Granted, you're not vegan anymore. But the fact that you did it for a month says that you lived to tell the tale and you did it. And so I could do it. <laughs> and so when I heard that, I came of made the internal decision. It's kind of funny how that was something to click and turn on the switch, I guess, for me to take action on it. Um, And so that's kind of when I began my journey. Um, I first went pescatarian, then vegetarian, kind of slowly making my way so that everybody didn't think I was too crazy. Um, But now I've just learned over the years that it's what I believe in. And it's become such a big part of my life that I love going against the grain at this point, not to create drama or anything, but I just love being me and I love being different. Um, and so sometimes, you know, I I think when we're younger, we have this fear of, Oh my goodness, people are going to think I'm different. And now I'm like, I love being different. People are going to think I'm different. How amazing, you know, maybe it will challenge them as well. And so that's kind of my story of how I went vegan in Alabama of all places. (laughs)
0: And that's what I found really interesting as part of your story, Zoe, is that, yeah, for, for quite a while, you know, you did hide that part of yourself. But now, you know, it's something that you're actually helping women to transition to a plant-based lifestyle. So I guess, like, tell us about that. Was it part of, like you said, was it part of the concern of people, you know, asking or worrying what you were doing? Or was it because of, you know, family tradition? Like, what sort of do you think led to you hiding that?
1: It led a lot to, you know, I think a lot of times, even if it's a good thing that you're doing, but it's not what everybody else is doing, it will always be made to be a negative thing, which I don't know if anybody here, um, you make a good choice, even if it's not veganism. For example, I wake up every morning and I work out and then people hear that. And if they don't do that, they feel the insecurity within themselves, and they'll put that on you. And it's and sometimes they won't even say anything like, oh, I hate that you do that. But they'll just make fun. Every time they, they see you, they want to bring it up. Oh, well, did you work out today? Oh, are you working out? And they want to bring up this thing that you do that they don't do. And so with veganism, that was a lot of it for me. I just didn't. I was very insecure about it. I didn't want to be different than everybody else. I didn't want it to be every single time that I ate something, people, oh, well, what are you eating? Oh, well, are you eating soy, tofu, whatever? Like, let let us know. And they kind of, it was different what I was doing than everybody else. And like I said, I really had to overcome that in personal growth with just learning, hey, it's okay, that I'm different. Actually, it's a great thing. But I remember when I was a teenager, when I first went vegan, that was not the feeling for me. It was, please, nobody notice that I'm different. (laughs) Please, nobody notice that I'm not eating what everybody else is eating. I don't want anybody to see that. Um, But I think that was a lot of what I felt, Um, as well as just sometimes negative comments that you will hear. I know a lot of my family Um, not to, I love my family so much. And I've had to have a lot of open conversations with them. And to be honest, me helping other women and kind of getting on Instagram and getting on my podcast. um, I had a lot of family members listen to my podcast and where I didn't call them out by name and say, this family member did this. I would say, you know, family members have done this for me. And here's how you can kind of overcome that. And not in a negative way, but them hearing that made them realize, oh, that's kind of a bad thing, right? <laughs> but I used to have a lot of family members that were against me and it and they really either thought that it would be bad for my health or they were just threatened by it and would really portray that and kind of put that on me. Um, and so there was a lot of reasons why I hid it, but I would say mostly would be just a fear of what other people are thinking about me. And I guess the fear of just judgment, right? Which now kind of sounds crazy when you think of it, if you grow past that, but in the moment it's very real, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so how did you then sort of, at what point did you think, okay, well, I'm going to go from being a vegan myself, but now helping other women women become vegan?
1: Wow, this was a series of events that happened for me. I really never thought that I would do that if I'm just being completely honest. But I think it was when I came here to Brazil and I kind of felt this loneliness, not just because I was the only vegan, but because I was the only American. Um, I was the only one usually speaking English. And I felt this loneliness within me. And I didn't set out with this idea that I would help people go vegan. My actual idea was I just want to connect with other people who are vegan. And I've never been able to do that before, but I just need it. You know, I need to speak English. I need to be able to post something in English. And I want to post it about something that means a lot to me. And so I just started posting about veganism, if I'm being honest, um, I didn't ever intend to help people do it, but then people started asking questions, and oh, okay, well I would like to do that too, and I, I think that's amazing. But this person says this about me, but my husband's not vegan either, and you know that's my story with my husband is that he is not vegan, but he is about 80 percent, I would say, at this point, um, and they, I've just kind of had to. I kind of had to open up and share that and it really pushed me and so now when i'm talking about with oh being okay if people are judging you i don't think that that would have been my story before getting on instagram before creating my podcast um but now that is my point of view because i've really grown past that and so i guess my whole thing that i would say is that it was more of a personal growth and it was for me first um, and then I was like, oh, my goodness, I would love to help people do this. I would love to welcome people into this. Um, it just wasn't my first idea. And so it kind of developed into that as it went, if that makes yeah.
0: sense. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. So you're, you obviously were doing it for yourself, which is amazing. And then something's come out of that. Yeah. And so what would you say, like, how, what sort of, how do you engage with people across Instagram? What sort of program? How do you help people transition to vegan? So
1: usually what I do is I'll, I, I post a lot on Instagram, like I said, in my podcast, teaching people kind of how to go from where they are now to where they want to be. I, I talk a lot about um, plant-based veganism as well as I would call it, which I think there's other words for it whole foods, plant-based things like that. Mainly whole foods is what I focus on eating. Um, I not that I judge anybody for however they eat vegan. It's just usually what I teach and what I find the most accessible. Um, and so I think a lot of times people have these, you know, we have these things like, Oh, well, I can't go vegan because I don't have um, vegan options. Oh, I can't go vegan because it's too expensive, whatever it is. Plant-based veganism, I guess, whole foods, plant-based veganism is so easy and accessible because everybody has plants. Um, And so that's what I usually end up talking about. And so usually, you know, I, on my podcast, I'll share a lot about that, Um, how to transition while still navigating your relationships well and and living a kind lifestyle and developing that yourself, growing personally as you're growing um, with your lifestyle, um, I teach a lot about that on my podcast and I also have a membership like I was talking about, which is more of a community, um, which is a really fun space. And it's been fun for me to host that, um, because I've really gotten to meet other vegan women and chat about things. And I'm like, wow, oh, I've never talked to anybody about these things. Um, so it's just, just a passion. I know you were talking about, even before we hit record, like meeting other vegans and sharing that love that we have for animals, the love that we have for the earth, and just, I guess, a kind lifestyle and kind living the way that we live it out. Just so nice to share that with other people. And I also teach about how to go vegan in my membership as well. So that's kind of what we, we do. Um, I always teach people, you know, just like five simple steps on how to do it. Um, and I can share more about that if you'd like me to, but basically just super easy, super accessible, not really changing anything about your lifestyle. Cause we all know veganism can be as hard as you make it to be right. <laughs> because it can be super simple, even if you don't have vegan restaurants around you, because I never really have. Um, and so that's kind of what I do. Super simple, super basic, um, but plant-based living to help the earth, help your help the animals and help your health as well.
0: I noticed too, that you have a quite a large focus on longevity, like, you know, and like you were saying, not just sort of going into it as a short term, you know, as having a long term lifestyle change. So I guess what, what sort of some of the tips you have for people around making it a, you know, sustainable lifestyle?
1: Yes, that's such a big deal. I think a lot of people, you know, they say, I would really like to go vegan and then they do it for a month, but then they end up quitting. And that's okay, you know, if that has been you, no judgment there. However, I think a big reason that people end up quitting is because it's this all or nothing thing for them. And I always teach, you know, it's not really about being perfect at it, especially not at first. It's about doing the thing and about creating a habit in it. Um, And so I always say, you know, you really need to have a big reason why you're doing it. Because you can't, I mean, you can if you want to, but you're really not going to want to stick with it if you just went vegan because Zac Efron is vegan. Just because a celebrity is doing it, yeah, I want to do it too. You know, you have to have a big reason behind why you're doing it. Because at times it can be really difficult, especially if you're living in a place like me where you don't have friends that are vegan, you don't have that community around you it can be so hard to stick with it. You just go to a barbecue and you're like, well, I might as well eat what everybody else is doing. I mean, that's, there's no judgment in that because it is hard, Um, but it's having a real reason why, but also remembering that you don't have to do it perfectly. And so creating it more like a lifestyle than this restrictive diet that, Oh, I need to eat vegan. And if I mess up one day, then that's it for me. You know, um, if I mess up, I just get up the next day because it's a lifestyle. It's a thing that I do. Um, And that's a very big thing that we talk about in my membership, because a lot of times people are coming from, especially if they want to change their health with plant-based veganism, they come from this dieting mindset where it's like, oh, you can't eat carbs, do not eat carbs, right? And then they eat a carb, well, oh, I'll start again on Monday, Uh, I'll start again next time, and I'll have to do another diet next month, but versus just, this is my lifestyle, this is just what I do, and so if I fall down today... I'll get up the same day if I even can and keep on going because nobody's keeping this record of, well, you're not vegan because you messed up that one time, two years ago, you know, uh, which I think sometimes we can get in that habit. I know a lot of people say, well, so I don't want to call myself a vegan because what if people are looking at me and they see that maybe I eat something that's not perfectly vegan. And I'm like, that's the goal. The goal is to be perfectly vegan. Everybody wants that goal, right? However, for you right now, in the very beginning stage, the goal is just to keep on going, just to make it a mindset of a lifestyle that you're going for. And one day we'll focus on that. But for right now, (laughs) the focus is just to keep going and to create this lifestyle.
0: Do you have women from all over the world
1: in your community? All over the world, I would say no. We would love to have people over the world. Maybe we will one day. Uh, We have some people from the UK, um, Canada, the US. Um, I think that's about it that we have. I'm trying to think. We had somebody um, from Colombia, but she lives in the US now. Um, so we would love it to be a worldwide thing. But for I think it is a worldwide thing. It's an international yeah. thing. But yes, only in a few countries right now. But hopefully we will. I would love to welcome anybody from any country. It would be amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know as well that um, I've seen that you're also quite passionate about things like reducing waste, buying secondhand. So tell us a bit about that. Yes, this is
1: such a fun thing. I, I, I love zero waste living. And um, I would say I went vegan and I think veganism is like, excuse this analogy, but like a gateway drug into all of these amazing things. Like first we go vegan we're like, yeah, I'll try it out. And then we get into the lesson. we're like, Oh my goodness, I love this. And then we fall in love with rescuing animals or we fall in love with sustainable living zero waste living and then we fall in love with health and we do all these things because of one little step right um and so I love sustainability I I've been passionate about that for I think the last two years it's kind of new for me if I'm being honest I call myself a wannabe zero waster because I don't think that I I am doing well in it and you know different seasons bring different things um but I know that that is something that I really strive for I think when I first came here to Brazil, I was super strict on myself and I was doing the zero waste thing, creating no waste, you know, doing that thing where you put all your trash in the jar. Um, And I think now I've kind of lessened up on that to the fact that I, you know, I do use some plastics now and I'm not doing perfectly, but I think um, it's one of those things that we, I always keep in my mind and I'm always like, Oh, yeah, let's save on this, or let's go shop bulk in this. Um, That's kind of been a very big part of me, but it's also just very fun. I don't know if you, you feel this way. It's just very fun to always be thinking on how we can save the world and save plastic and do better and it's changed my mindset on a lot of things for sure. Um, I know the other day I was walking my dog in our neighborhood and I was just like picking up trash <laughs> and my husband's like, that's just extremely weird that you do that. Like nobody else would do that. You do that. Well, like not nobody else. My friends on Instagram do, um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's something that I do that I, I think it's, it's fun and I love doing that. And um, it's just kind of become my life and a habit as well. <laughs>
0: You mentioned that you know that, as you said, veganism was a gateway into lots of different, you know, changes in your life. Is there anything else as well that you wanted to mention? I guess that your mind might have opened to, or that you've got involved in since being vegan. So
1: many things, wow! Um, I think veganism changed my whole life. If I'm just being honest, I think people say that. I don't think that I would be as a resilient and strong person as I am now without veganism. I, I think when I look back at who I was when I first went vegan, I would not be where I am of saying, oh, well, it's okay that I'm different with people, like I already mentioned and, and things like that. It's just a lot of personal growth, um, but also a lot of love and a lot of kindness for everybody. Because I think sometimes in veganism, we, we first go vegan for the animals, like, oh, I don't want to hurt animals. And then I realized as I was vegan for a little bit, I'm like, why is it that I do this for the animals? And I get so frustrated at people who aren't vegan and they make comments towards me. But isn't I love your podcast? It's called The Kind Life, right? That's a big thing for me. I believe veganism is all about kindness, right? We're being kind to the animals. And I think sometimes we're we're so focused on that that we get distracted and we, we don't realize that everybody around us. We need to be kind to of them as well, right? We want we want to change the world with veganism. And I 100% believe that we don't change the world with judgment. We change the world with kindness and we change the world with accepting other people and encouraging other people to do better the way that we're trying to do better. So that's kind of your answer, but I, I kind of went off the, the, the road on that one. But I do think that it's really just helped me open my mind to a lot of things mm-hmm. and, and not say that, never say never, you know, because I think sometimes with veganism, I was like, I'll never do that. And then I do it. I'll never pick up trash on the street. And then I do it because I'm just continuously opening my mind to these things and believing that just these little actions do change the world and they do make a difference. So yeah, I would say a lot of things, but mainly I think mental and, um, just opening up my heart to a lot of kindness and changing the world with that. So
0: yeah, no, absolutely. I think most people and a lot of people on this podcast have spoken about that, you know, that veganism was the start of something where, you know, we became a lot more aware about other things and then became passionate about other, other causes as well. So, yeah, yep. And do you have anything that you're working on? I know that you're moving, obviously, so that's probably taking a lot of your focus, but is there anything, you know, anything in your, in like your membership that you're working towards, anything new you want to do? Well, yeah, a big thing that we're working
1: on is the move. (laughs) But another thing that I am currently working on is actually a course to talk about being vegan for the holidays. Um, I actually did this last year as well, because I know for me, when I talk about my story of being the only vegan in my family and feeling alone in these things, the holidays were like the hardest time for me. They were the hardest time for me to show up when I had to see extended family, when I had to go to these gatherings where everybody would bring something to eat and I would be like eating my salad in the corner. And so what I really wanted to talk about in this course, and I I will be kind of sharing more about even on my podcast, is just how can we go into this holiday season and navigate it well because in that, the, the holiday season can often be draining for those of us who feel isolated instead of, I love the holidays, right? The holidays are big for Americans. So like, instead of the joyful time that it usually would be, it can be draining. And so I, I really wanna talk and, and share more about how we can navigate our relationship with non-vegans in a kind way that's loving, um, but also is protecting ourselves and being kind to ourselves, because it's not that we need to just let people attack us all the time. Um, But I'll also be sharing as well some recipes I love tried and true because I'm a big believer that when you go to a party as a vegan, you should bring a vegan dish for everybody to share. You should spread that vegan love. Um, (laughs) I believe that, you know, that's a big thing for me. So I'll be sharing a lot of that um, this month and that's kind of what I'm working on.
0: Yeah, amazing. And so is that just going to be shared across your social media or is it something people have to sign up for if they're interested in getting some of that information? Well, they can totally sign up for the course that's going to be happening, but they can also, there's going to be episodes
1: on my podcast about that. I'm doing a series there and as well as my Instagram.
0: Yep, Amazing. And I guess before we finish up, Zoe, is there anything else that we might have missed that you wanted to mention? I don't think so. I feel like I've been
1: talking for hours. <laughs> you know, you go off on these things. I'm like, girl, just probably sick of me. I'm like going on and on. <laughs>
0: No, absolutely not. I think it's very good. I think we've covered a lot of ground, which is amazing. Yeah. And so how do people reach you if anyone has any questions or to sign up for your course? What's the best way to do that?
1: Well, they can check out my website, ckwellness.com. They can also follow me on Instagram. That's where a lot of the things happen. I've been a little off because of the move but I'm back on, I love Instagram because I love connecting with so many of you guys. Um, Zoe Cordero underscore is my Instagram, as well as my podcast, which is called the Consider Kindness podcast because we're all about kindness here, right?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm assuming that's available on like all the normal podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think all of them. I'm trying to think Google Podcasts. Yeah, all of them. Yep. And do you regularly, are they like, is there a regular schedule for your upload or do they come in seasons? So I upload every Monday, just like, oh, just like you do. There we go. Every Monday,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Monday is it. the day for the kind podcasts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> love it, Zoe.
0: Well, thank you so much. And to finish up, I'd love, do you have any a favorite quote that you would like to share?
1: Yes, I would. I might watch this because I. <laughs> I love this quote so much, but I've said it so many times. And sometimes I've said it on my podcast a lot and I'll mess it up. So I'll read it for you guys. I looked it up beforehand because I was like, I said this so many times and I mess it up. (laughs) So it is. (laughs) We don't need a handful of people doing zero waste perfectly. We need millions of people doing it imperfectly. And I love this because this is by Annie Marie Bonneau. I think you guys have heard of her. She's a zero waste chef. And the reason I love that is not because it's about zero waste, but mainly because I believe that about everything, like we don't need a handful of people doing veganism perfectly. We don't need a handful of people doing zero waste perfectly to a T. We need everybody doing a little bit, Um, which is what I tell everybody when they're like, I could never go vegan. I'm like, yeah, you could just do a meatless Monday. Just try it. And I think it's those little bit by little bits that we're, we're encouraging people. We're, um, pushing people just to take one step that's really going to be what changes the world. So I love that quote by Annie Marie.
0: Thank you so much for your time today, Zoe. I'm really glad that we got to catch up. And um, yeah, I look forward to seeing what you come up with in terms of the holiday program, because I think that's really amazing. It's something that we all struggle to navigate. So thank you so much.
1: Yes, well, thank you so much for having me, being patient with me when I got the time wrong. (laughs) That's all right. and thank you so much for what you do. I listened to your podcast way before you even asked me to be on your podcast. So this is actually a big honor. I'm like, well, I'm going to listen to this on Monday. Very exciting.
0: Um, <laughs> so thank you for what you do and thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thanks Zoe. Thanks for joining us today. I would love to hear from you if you've been inspired by this episode, or if you have any requests for future episodes, you can find me on Instagram at a kind life. Remember, Be kind to your body, kind to animals and kind to our planet.
1: Take care.